This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody and welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Tiffany. I'm Sal. And this is the show where we take the books from last week that came out and we chat about them, let you know what we thought about them, and then at the end we recommend some books for you to pick up this Tuesday and Wednesday. That's right. I did it. You did it. Flawless victory. <laughs> we also want to mention that, of course, this show is sponsored by you. If you're watching this show live, you can support us by using Super Chats and ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. And if you don't have any scratch, no big deal. Best way to support the show, subscribe and give the video a like if you feel inclined to do so. So let's jump in. There's a bunch of books that came out this week. Yeah. Uh, not as many as most weeks. No, uh, you know, there were a lot of books. There I were a lot. just a lot of books that we haven't been jumping into necessarily there were they're like there were a lot and there weren't a lot i don't know it's true like for example let me give you a couple of books that i did not read that i meant to or recommended last week fantastic 435 joker number seven rorschach 12 batman number legends number seven you weren't gonna read rorschach 12 no you said i was you gonna read all of wanted, rorschach yeah, but that sounds like you're picking up your trade waiting i was i was really trade waiting but i did like... read supergirl 3 and it's excellent as usual. I told you. you Isn't were, that yeah, good? Of course. I mean, yeah. And Supergirl 4, I'm sure will be even better. And then, and then it'll be halfway over because it's only eight issues because DC does not believe in Supergirl. Uh, I also, however, did read, and I guess we can talk about this, uh, Justice League number 67. Okay. Did I read this? I don't know. I don't remember liking it. Did you? Yes, I did read you this. tell me if you read this. Yeah, this was weird. Uh, Justice League number 67 from Brian Michael Bendis and Philip Hester. Uh, which I know Phil Hester's work mostly from his time with Kevin Smith on Green Arrow. Uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary do appear in this book, so it was kind of fun, a little bit of a welcome back for us. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the book looks really good, and the story is meh. It's, it, it, I don't read Justice League anymore, and there's a right. good reason for it, and it's just because I just, I just can't be bothered. I can't find the care in my heart for this for this team for this grouping i mean it's it's a classic team and yet right and of course there's a lot of like bendis's stuff mm -hmm. in there the united order of planets he was really big on that yeah and being important to john and uh, ultimately they have to fight this rogelzar-esque character i think that has created at least two or three rogelzar-esque characters but this guy shows up and he's wrecking everything and Batman's like, you got to use the Phantom Zone projector, Superman. You got to use that. And Superman's, you can't just Phantom Zone all your problems away, which I think is hilarious because not only have we talked about this on the couch on a number of occasions, mm -hmm. the idea that like Batman would kill for an opportunity for the Phantom Zone projector, just be like, okay, Arkham Asylum, flash. Yeah, you're just in there. Goodbye. You're not getting back. Just out. Joker, flash. But instead, Batman steals the Phantom Zone projector and uses it on this character. And then okay. the United Order of Planets, which is headed up by a new Thanagarian who is indistinguishable from Carter, uh, goes, we're going to take that Phantom Zone projector. And Superman's just like, no, you're not. And then that's the end of it. So do they fight Deathstroke? I don't know. I don't remember him in it. If he is in it, I don't remember it. I got to say, like, it's really funny seeing the back of his head and realizing there's a little slot where those tassels come out. They got it. Those like ribbon things. Yeah, because otherwise they might bunch up and cover the one good I, eye. I'm just saying, like, it's just funny to see that. Like, it's just like, doot, doot, doot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am sad to tell you, of course, that like, if you wanted to read Justice League Dark, it's also in this book. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. 
but at least it's a, at least it's out. I may have to wait till it's completed because you've been spottily picking this up. Oh yeah, no. And so I haven't been getting my Justice League Dark fix, and I have a hard time if I'm not reading the main part of the book, justifying five dollars for only a few pages. It ain't it ain't worth five bucks for just a just a sampling, a smattering. Which sucks of of a of a story. Which it's sucks. Not. It's really. But I would like to because I like that group. Yeah, I like the creative team. Yeah. The justly dark creative term. Yes, team. that creative team. Yeah. Yes, them with right. the smaller percentage of page real estate in that book. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, really quick, uh, Brian Rollins jumps in to say, can't wait for theories on what the hell's going on in Trial of Magneto. Thanks for the great videos every week. Thank you, Brian, for being here. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yes, yes. Thank you. But I'm also looking forward to hearing what you think about this. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure later on. Sure. Uh, just some guy with a mustache. Evangelion 3 plus 1.01 thoughts. Also, that Star Wars anime thing, will we be able to bring Sal to our side with this one? Tiffany. Okay, so let's talk about Evangelion and the fact that I didn't watch any of the new stuff. I did. You've only watched the original show. I've only watched the original show and anything pertaining to that. And I have my reasons. And you've seen new stuff. Like, it's not I've like you it. have been in a vacuum. Like, no, you're I aware know, of the I one know it that... exists and I actually own them. You do. Yeah, they've been gifted to you. I just. I just, you know what it was? I actually put that on my wish list and it was given to me mm. by friends of ours. And I realized that I, I just, I'm just not at a point in my life that I'm ready to watch it because the fact is for me, the story ended there. And I know creator is like, was in a different place and now he's in a different headspace now and it wants to put a different spin on the story right. and can make it work in terms of the story. But I'm like, you know what? It's okay. You were at, that period of your life and maybe it wasn't the happiest of your life but like it happened you know what like that's artists that's why artists have periods yeah like make a new thing then if you don't like you know what like that thought process that art's in. out there yeah and like it can be raw and hurtful or like you know whatever they bring up bad memories but like that's how you created it was in that moment yeah it's okay for it to exist as it is. And I appreciate he didn't make it go away. No, he didn't. Like, like I very much appreciate that. Like, did not he just didn't go, go full like George it, Lucas. Did, and like, yeah, I did, taped over it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. go. It didn't happen. It happened, but also I'm going to do this version of it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I'm not ready. Not ready. Star Wars anime thing. Oh, Star Wars visions or visionaries. Or yeah. Something like that. Is, uh, yeah, that's a, sh that's a, if you're not familiar, uh, it's going to Disney plus. It is a, like the idea is that, Basically, Disney licensed the universe to a number of different studios. They mm -hmm. all had their own little, like, 10 to 13-minute long little spins. Little tiny vignettes. Yes. That are slated somewhere within the grand Star Wars universe. Yeah. Or versions thereof. I think it's going to be... I, I My social reaction would be that it's great. Yes, right? Yeah. Socially so speaking... Social reaction to that? I'm I'm hyped. Yeah, all I can say is I can't legally review it until tomorrow. That's, That's right. all I can say. That's what we can say about that. But I can say that based on Hype. the trailer, and were I to tweet anything, I might say that at least the first two episodes are friggin' awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. If I were to say, if, if, I, if were, I were tweeting about if it. If I were tweeting about it, socially speaking. Right, right. Excitement. Of course, I am I'm not. I am embargoed from reviewing it, and so I won't. There's no, there's no review here. None. Just, 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 just enthusiasm. Just hype. Yeah. Hype. Are, uh, are you on the hype train? Right. That's the question. The answer is yes. Uh, Six says catching you guys live for the first time in a while. Also, Shang Chi on back issues. Would love to see you guys do Gene Lu and Yang's run. Yeah, uh, I would love to do that Shang Chi versus the Marvel Universe book. And I, when I say I, I mean you. And also, uh, we, we, someone because. 
Shang-Chi's been in development for a long time, and I remember them announcing it years ago. Somebody sent us like an essential omnibus. I think it was like a big thing of the deadly hands of Shang-Chi. And I would love to have done that, mm -hmm. but the time has passed. Yes, but this book is great, um, honestly. Yeah. It honestly is. And I and I can actually talk about it because I went back and I read the issue. Oh, great. Um, but I want to address something that someone was like, the new Evangelion is a sequel. I'm like, technically it is a sequel, but it's really sort of a seaboot. Yeah. Because as he has gone on record saying, it's like he's just in a new place. Right. And he wishes he could do it again. Yeah. And so he just is. So that's basically like a reboot. But, it, but, but it's, he, it is technically, it is technically right, Because a of the ending of the first show, you can say that like there's yeah. more. But, but like, it's just a, a chance to do it again. Or a sequel reboot, also known as a seaboot. Or a sequel reboot seaboot. A soft sequel reboot seaboot. So uh, Dex Baker also says, uh, I can't wait. I can't watch. Visit. I'm visiting Orlando. <gasps> nice. Catch you guys in replay. Well, stay safe and yeah, thanks a lot. Stay safe out there. Have fun at the new uh, Epcot restaurant. You know the one. Yeah. The line for that was, I guess, Intense. pun intended, sick. Because of how many people are packed together. Dan V900, you missed nothing from skipping Rorschach until the trade. I didn't see the point of the series having finished it. And it was really weird that Frank Miller and Steve Ditko were in it as characters. That's something that King likes to do. He likes to put characters uh, in his books that are representations or just straight up one to ones of people yeah, who are influences on his life. A lot of creators like to do that. It's just like it's their it's like their little like circle of friends kind of thing. You know, they like they're just, you know, paying homage to one another. Yeah. I think it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, Infinite Jedi from Tanahasi Coates to the new writer. I don't think I've enjoyed Black Panther more. Here's hoping the intergalactic empire does not get removed. Yeah, well, we'll see. Right. Uh, to to clarify, I, ha I have seen End of Evangelion. Yeah, of course. I, like I said, anything pertaining to the first series. You've seen. I've seen. Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, if you want a real depressing ending, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. That's my favorite I ending. know. <laughs> that's why I like it. Right. Because I have this part of me that's like, yes. Let's be sad together or alone. That's fine too. Raj Patel. I'm not sure if Tiffany has heard this, but Ram V is leaving both Catwoman and dark due to the birth of his child, but we'll be getting season two of the swamp thing. I like, I, I get that. Listen, you know, you, you, you got like, a, which probably means that just like dark is dead because yeah. like it was originally Tynan's, which actually would have just been killed because of his bridge burning departure at DC. No. Uh, but damn these creative people yeah going off and doing their own thing and their it's, creativity but it's being given stacks of money by tech companies that won't be here in two years or by like, people I having children like, i would love a sub stack of cash so yeah uh i also i guess we'll talk about this because i'm going to talk about it briefly uh, wait what was the other part of that oh yeah the catwoman thing i hadn't really been reading no catwoman um just because i i haven't been reading any of that but I don't know. I, you know what it is for, for me and Ram V. I'm like, it's supernatural. Yes. And I don't think there's supernatural in that, which I don't blame him for wanting to dabble in something else. Yeah. At all. You know, you can only write so much supernatural. Um, yeah. Well, Ram isn't dabbling in anything. He's just, he's just raising a kid. No, no, no. I mean like wanting to do Catwoman. Oh, like he's doing Justice League yeah, Dark, that's a nice like, thing. Catwoman. And Catwoman, which is like decidedly not. I think he's also working on some other projects as well. Um, but I could imagine, I think Swamp Thing for him is like a project he's really wanted to work on. So hanging on to that, it, you know, I, I, I'm happy that we're going forward with that. Yeah. Uh, Batman 89. Uh, we weren't really high on this book. I certainly wasn't. Uh, number two, week? yes, okay. uh, from Sam Hamm and Quinones. <laughs> uh, I love, I continue to love the 
kind of throwback designs and fun uh, art that you see in this. You get to see Robin in this, uh, and it's you know it's it's Black Robin. I believe it's Tim Drake in this universe, which of course kind of holds up because Tim Drake was created around the time they probably would have made like Robin in Batman Returns, which is when this should take place, despite it being called Batman eighty nine. Uh, and despite the fact that like Bruce is a tad bit older in this universe than he mm-hmm. is in ba- Batman 89, he, he has gray in the temples and stuff. I don't know. Uh, they give, uh, you know, it reads really well. I will say that I like the, but you weren't a huge fan of the first. Issue. I was not. I'm just saying that like okay. the dialogue is still good because it's written as a script. Right. Uh, the art is fun. The designs I think are better than the execution, but uh, I get it. You know, Batman, it feels responsible for the death of a, petty criminal and so his his resolve is shaken meanwhile batman and harvey are investigating the identity of batman meanwhile harvey is split in half you know no pun intended because he's got like the 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 primarily black section of gotham that feels disenchanted with gotham and with harvey Mm -hmm. Uh, and you've got like the kind of like you know rich hoity-toity politician harvey who's like you know rubbing elbows with the with whitey and uh and you'll see him like basically find his identity when he actually represents his people, which Mm. I think is kind of like a neat exploration of the character. Um, Also the fact that Robin is being developed separately. It's kind Mm. of a fun idea that he is, he's rising from this, this feeling of uh, unrest, civilly speaking. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Batman was rescued by a giant penny in issue one. He's having it delivered to the Batcave in issue two. Um, He's getting the penny. Delivered by who? Well, workers, They're, they're delivering it to Wayne Manor. It'll be Alfred's job to get it down in the cave. What are they just saying that that Bruce Wayne is a big, a big collector of of, of random, random crap. crap? Yeah, but like, are you know? I I feel like you know people of Gotham would know that he has the penny. What if they like reporters want to go like, oh, I want to see the penny? Sure, uh, Alfred, go get it. I will say there's there is some repetition in here, and I don't know if it's like a it's like a script writing thing or not, but like. Tim Drake, when he encounters uh, people who are affluent or politically uh, uh, like above him, mm-hmm. Harvey, Bruce, and he overhears them, he says, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. And he says it twice in this issue. And if the issue weren't so short, it maybe not, it maybe wouldn't have been so glaring, but it was just kind of one of those things where mm-hmm. I was like, uh. and then Catwoman shows up <laughs> and uh, they changed her costume. Unfortunately, yeah, they did. I don't it's know like, why. It's like two halves of a costume. Yep. Yep. They want it to be like a like a blending of the 90s purple Catwoman suit and the 90s returns Catwoman suit. And like a belt. Yeah. I'm not I'm not wild about it. That's the second Catwoman suit I've seen this year that I'm not wild about in comics. Um it's you know why you're probably not wild about it is because the top half of it is just the costume from the movie. Yeah, it's because it's two different freaking costumes slapped together. Yeah, it's not like they altered that as well. Like if they'd altered everything, maybe it would have been. Yeah, yeah. But I do like the idea that they're finally like kind of bridging these worlds as mm. opposed to just kind of being like, here's Batman 89 again. Yeah. But yeah, Selena. Great. Cool. Also, now that Harvey's finally reconciled the two halves of himself, uh, he is caught in a warehouse fire and his the, 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 the gasoline is coming for his face. Okay. This will be hopefully happening. There's six friggin' issues. We'll be halfway done with the book before he gets to be two face. Let's 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 move along. Yeah. All let's, right. let's get it. Let's get it done here, shall okay. we? So, you know, Batman 89. It, I, I liked it better than one. 
but I needed one to get here. Plus, I like the art mm. in the designs. Uh, J. Joseph Fraser, Sal, I love your impressions. My new favorite is Mephisto worshiping Rogue. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. What is what am I talking? What is he talking about? Go watch back issues on Mephisto versus the Marvel Universe. Ooh. Uh, Dan V. Doug, Primordial and Eternals. Thanos rises, but prefers Thanos rises. I read it. You want me to talk about it? I would love for you to talk about that because I was hoping that you caught it. Yeah. Uh, when it uh, when it dropped, it dropped last week. Yes, it did. And don't worry, I'm not desperately trying to open up Comicsology right now. Oh, good. Because <laughs> that would be silly that I wasn't prepared. I agree. Is, uh, Eternal Thanos Rising came arises came out um, this past week. Um, it's a number one. Yep. Of I think one. Right. There's no there's no other numerical designation anywhere near it. So maybe it's meant to be an ongoing, maybe not. Who I don't knows? know. So it's written by Kieran Gillen with art by Dustin Weaver. Yeah. How is the art? I know that like I, obviously I dig it because like here's the thing. What did you think this book was going to be about? Uh, I don't know how the last book ended. So my guess would be that it would be about Thanos, though. It is about Thanos. Mm -hmm. It is definitely about Thanos. OK, you know, yeah. You would have thought that it was literally going to just continue, like how um, they're handling um, Way of X yes. transitioning. Yes. No. Hmm. Thanos Rising is about where Thanos came from. Oh, it's a it's but like a it's flashback book. Not really about him. It's about everything surrounding him, the events that surrounded to the birth of Thanos. Okay, so it's about like his brother and his father, and no, it's uh, his brother is mentioned in name alone okay it's about his father mm -hmm. his mother his uncle okay who's zuras right right and the like war they were having and the reasons for the war and who was on what side of the war and and all of that that's cool that's what this is about and it's a great read i really enjoy eternals yeah um quite a bit the first so, volume yes i truly believe that eternals um, the Kieran Gillen Eternals run will read better as a trade now that it's over. You can grab that. A trade is available now. Yeah. And I and I think it's a better trade read than an individual issue read because it's a lot. And I think it flows better in terms of being having that trade in your hand. Right. Totally. This I didn't think I was going to be that interested in, especially as I started figuring out what it was going to be about. And like I was kind of captivated it, but by the in which. Ugh. In the way that the story unfolded mm. i'm tired i'm tired um but um overall like you get a really good feel for not only the eternals and their stance on thanos right but also thanos is like opinion of the eternals not that we don't oh. already have an idea of that kind of both ways but like it just gives you a really truncated version of some history mm. And I'm wondering if it doesn't honestly indicate how they're going to handle things in the MCU. <laughs> because there's something that happens here that I was like, oh, right. They do have this one thing that they could be utilized to, like, make you question certain things. Or, you know, I don't want to give it away for anybody who sure. hasn't read this because seemingly it is just a single issue. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to wreck it for you. It, it's just it's just a really good read. The art is completely different than Ribic, right? right. Like, I loved Ribic for Eternals. I really like Weaver for this because he does the like kind of retro look. Yeah. It's not quite Kirby mm -mm. at all. Yeah, it just says the end. Yeah. I was like pretty sure that it's Oh, you think the it's end. a you think it's one shot? It's a one shot. It just says the end. Oh my this god. Is the story. Um the art's gorgeous, like I said, does a really good job of drawing a lot of these older costumes, yes. but not making it look too homagey. Sure. 
I like homages and I think they can be handled really well, but there was something about this that made me feel like it was historical yeah. without feeling outdated. Agreed. You know, like not that I don't enjoy older art. Yeah. But it's just nice to see this really perfect blend. Um, it's 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 sort of a sad story. Um, and honestly, it kind of makes Thanos even I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Thanos after this. Okay. Right. I like Check it. it out. That's all I can say. I'm <laughs> like, cool. I'm trying to say anything else without like, right. Revealing too well, much about the writing what... solid characters, consistent mm -hmm. art consistent uh, with the theme and with the tone. Yeah. Thank you for giving me my own. Reveal. I'm just telling you like <laughs> these are the, these are the checkbox. Yeah. 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 No, it was just, it was surprising. I really didn't think this was the one I was going to like. Cool. I thought I was going to have to read this one just so that I knew what happened to get to the next thing. But this might be the only this thing. Kind of no, no, there's another thing coming out. Oh. There's another thing coming out. Is it Eternals out. subheading? Yes. Oh, okay. It's another Eternals book, and that's coming out. And and honestly, like this was the one that I was like, I'll read it, but I'm probably not going to like it. And I really, really enjoyed it. It just caught me off guard. That's really cool. See? That's what's next. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Right? Right? Neat. So if you were kind of on the fence about gillen's eternals you could literally pick this up and it'd be fine you right. can read thanos because it does tie in because it's giving you information but you don't really have to know everything that came before it to understand this issue sure so you could if you're just like i just want to read more a little bit more about eternals and thanos get some yeah. get some more history nice this could be for you there you go that's all i got sweet uh, new type JB Lee. Speaking of Spidey, I would like uh, I would pick Kelly Thompson writing Peter and ASM. Keep Saladin uh, on Miles because a female writer and a person of color being in charge of Spider-Man books is cool and interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, honestly, like whoever's writing Miles right now, I believe it is uh, Saladin Ahmed is uh, doing a great job and kind of putting him in a new direction or mm -hmm. a more autonomous direction. Great idea, and uh, it's it's about time that we get somebody. Uh, that is a, a female writing mm -hmm. any amazing Spider-Man book. I think the last female writer I remember writing any Spider-Man was like Anne Nascenti, and that was a long, long time ago. Yes. So. I'm sure if it was her or Louise Simonson. I don't know why I wanted to put Simonson on a book, but I don't think she ever did I don't it, think so. Ever. Mm -mm. Um, Carl Maxey. I think the MCU should cast Keanu Reeves and Nick Cage as the one above all and Mephisto. Just show up once in a while. That'd be kind of fun. Nick Cage's Mephisto would be really funny. Yeah, I'd be okay with he that. He's scratching at the door. Agreed. He could scratch at the door. He could scratch at the door. <laughs> he has the consistency. Uh, <laughs> Denial, I have a question. Has it. Strange done anything since he confronted Mephisto about Peter's soul? Was something supposed to happen with that? Was it cut? Uh, no, it was actually referenced in the most recent issue of Amazing Spider-Man. So read that and you will see two pages mm -hmm. or fewer where they refer to that and it will be paid off in the next issue. I like or fewer. Yeah, I think it's either one or two pages. Uh, Adam Fenha says, them lights you must keep, Grogu probably. Them lights on you must keep. I guess that's oh, him referred yeah, to. Oh, yeah, because no, he's, he's keeping the lights on for us. Thank yeah, you very much. That's right. That's yes. right. Um, Love it. What was it? Uh, Dan V back to say Eternal Thanos Rises in one shot, just FYI. We did say that. Uh, <laughs> David Brayolt says, hey, Tiff, how'd you like the Bat Family Adventures webtoon? Both of you, Gotham Radio thoughts. Um, I have not listened to the radio show yet, but I do have a link to it. And I listened to a minute of it and I was like, hey, the production value is good. Nice. That's great. Um, and the webtoons, I haven't read it. Is it out? Yes. I haven't read it. Um, I but, read the first one. But I thought the concept of it was such a good idea that I had pitched it someplace else. Yes. You pitched it to a publisher <laughs> who uh, took it under advisement. Yes. And then a bigger publisher did it. And then 
another publisher did it. So before the publisher that you pitched it to. I think I think years ago. I hope I hope it's going well and I look forward to checking it out. It's a good idea. Great way to uh, expand the brand. Yes. If you have a brand or you're in charge of some IPs, might one recommend breaking out of your your traditional wheelhouse and experimenting particularly if you have a bunch of characters that like don't sell very well or might need there's some a lot, kind of exposure listen, a lot of a lot of options yes but there's also a lot of inner workings to companies so this is it, true it can't always work like that you can't anyway. always work like that you're absolutely right uh kali frederick says uh liked fantastic Four life story 4 also found trial of magneto very getting odd yeah i have not read life story yet i just didn't get a chance to uh and uh Carl Maxi says, Sound Tiffany, what comic characters would you want to see team up in a short run that you never see team up? I want Ghost Rider, Daredevil, and Nightcrawler to team up. That'd be fun. All hell-based characters of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd be okay with that. That'd be kind of fun. Um, as far as that's concerned, I mean, I just want to see a Marvel team-up book come back and then just give it to a bunch of really cool creators, you know? Maybe yeah. kick it off with somebody like Kelly Thompson who knows the universes. And, mm-hmm. You know, could maybe launch it with Deadpool and then just go from there. Um, that you never see team up. Oh, I don't know. I got nothing there. I, most most of the like Doctor Strange teams over with everybody. He's yeah, like, no, like, he's in every other book. So he, you know, he, he loves to team up. He's just he's just a real team player. Yeah, maybe so, uh, Ghost Rider and Cap. Yeah, because they both ride motorcycles. We've done that before. They've done that. Where in Ghost Rider at one point? Mm. Yeah, kind okay. of. Thirty years ago though. Wow. Well, anyway, uh, I was like Ghost Rider and someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh Lula Cost says uh or Lula Cost says never get to see you guys live spent a week pat- watching past Batman back issues keep it up thank you very much uh Lula Cost yeah we created a uh Batman day playlist Which for every really episode smart. of back issues thanks uh, Carl back to say can Marvel retcon Kyle Rayner's girlfriend die and give her some respect I doubt uh, well uh Marvel doesn't own Kyle Rayner uh, that's a DC situation uh and I don't think they're going to do that, but they should at this point. Why not? And just make her a superhero because literally everybody in the universe is a superhero. New type JB Lee on Vincenti. How come her Daredevil run is not collected much and celebrated like Miller, Bendis, and Wade? Isn't that odd? I mean, Chip is a fan of her run. Yeah, she, it's, it's collected. I have like, I have all the trades of Nascenti's run. Um, it's collected. And like, it's not so much celebrated by publishers. Publishers celebrate sales. Nascenti's run sold well enough, but didn't like blow the doors off. Mm-hmm. Um, so publishers like to promote books that sell very well. Uh, and that's that's the only reason. It's not personal. It's just, it is personal. It gets personal because they choose not to do certain runs. But uh, but it's all about sales. Uh, Thick Grayson, great name, says, hey guys, love the channel. Are we hyped for the death of Doctor Strange? I am, and Nightwing 84 as well. We'll talk about that at the uh, pitch part. We absolutely part. will. And Abe Sapien, uh, hey guys, just wanted to say thank you for reintroducing me to 90s X-Men that I was able to meet the voice actor for Gambit at a recent con. That's great. I hope he sounds cool. Like Jealous. I hope he, <laughs> hope he, I hope he busted some Cajun for you. I hope so too. That'd be great. Yes. Um, what else did you read? I read Marauders. Ah, Marauders. Of course, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a weekday without Mar- an X Men book. Marauders number twenty four came out mm-hmm. from the new architect of the Hickman era of of, of X Men, yeah. Jerry Duggan. <laughs> Yeah, it's by Jerry Duggan with art by Phil Noto. Well, that sounds awesome. This issue was great. Looking and feeling? It, yeah. It was great. It was Yay. It was great. Period. End review. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> going on the trade. It was great. It was great. Um this issue introduces a character. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's really just in it, this issue, but I'm sure we'll see them again because they do something at the end. That's revenge worthy. Cool. Um, this, this character is a result of knowing that you have complete, uh, backing of your parent company to throw in a star Wars S character. Just, just because you know, you're not going to get sued. Just we're steps away from having it be dash Rendar or Han Solo. Wow. Well, it, they, it, it, the issue does suggest that there are space pirates in this. Yes. No, it definitely does, based on, I guess, the cover? or The, the inside. The, uh, the inside. Yeah, so um, a random individual shadowy figure arrives um, on, on Araco, Mars, right? Right. And because um, I, I have to keep reminding myself that it's a planet. Yeah. It's a planet now. Right. It's the capital of... Of, of soul of soul the milky way um and they are demanding to uh be able to land mm-hmm. but they don't have the right to do so and the clearance codes they don't have that they get shot down and they land on what looks like a bespin-esque platform wow um and they have a bit of a firefight and they reveal themselves and it's this one-shouldered becaped guy <laughs> with a blaster of some sort yep um, who's demanding to see the the White Queen of Mutantdom? Hmm. Well, it looks like Lando, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So uh, Marauders go planet side to go deal with a couple of things. Um. But Kitty and Emma break off from the group. Kitty uses her powers to steal blasters or space guns right. because they won't sell them to Earthers. <laughs> so she just kind of goes through the back of the stall and takes them. Fair. Uh, Emma's like sporting a striking outfit. I just want to point that out. I just really liked what they decided to do with her this mm, time around. I yeah. liked it a lot. Um, they go to a cantina. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Shaw is there. They, they greet him. And that's when they run into Eden Rickslow. Okay. Now, Eden Rickslow, probably not his actual name. <laughs> probably Dean Lorix. That's also probably not his real He's got... Uh, 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 he's got a bunch of aliases. He's got a, many an alias. No one actually knows what his real name is. Okay. He was drafted into the Nova Corps because he had specific set of skills okay. during a time that they were low on numbers. Mm-hmm. He was good at what he did. He was taking jobs for them, but also taking other jobs he probably shouldn't have been. And, and it was becoming out. difficult to tell what was real jobs and what was side hustle. Right. Um, someone from the core later on would mention that, listen, we are like, he's to blame for what he did and should face crimes. But we also put him in that position. Right. Cause we weren't really taking care of the core and we weren't really paying them and like just giving them helmets and sending them out. Yeah. Like payment was late. A lot. Like Ugh. I get it. Like they're just trying to make their way. Yeah. But that's also the, like, this guy's also this, just this guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They have the scene from the cantina where he's sitting in a booth. They come up <laughs> to him. He's clearly got a blaster. Kitty has a blaster. <laughs> you figure a who shot first kind of thing is going to happen. Emma excuses him from the conversation. It, deter- it Here's how it breaks down is that they needed a ship in order to help with creating. Araco? Or, like, or to in order to like, yeah, make it like habitable. Okay. I, I think that's what they're they're indicating here. Emma ended up utilizing this gentleman for his services. Um, she borrowed a ship because the ship is controlled like telepathically. Oh, okay. She's like, how could you like think I was gonna not like that I was gonna let this go once I found out that the ship could run? Through, yeah, 
like, mind power. Yeah, like what? Um, and so she wiped his mind and stole his shit. <laughs> so she's like, that was part of the deal that yeah. I would wipe your mind. That way you didn't have to sign an NDA. Ah. Uh. Sure. She's like, there's no way in our agreement. I said you could have my ship. <laughs> She's like, all right, technically, yes, true. Um, they end up having a fight. He tries to shoot her. Mm -hmm. She turns to diamond. Yes. He's like, oh, you have two powers. Cool. She's like, yeah, there was this weird period where we had two mutations. Yeah. And then like Kitty just punches him in the face. Okay. <laughs> there's a there's a bar brawl style thing. Sebastian Shaw steps in to help as he basically tosses out a thermal detonator. <gasps> he calls it a detonator it's a round ball yeah he's holding a thermal detonator yeah Shaw takes it and just takes the energy and absorbs it <laughs> so it's all good they end mm -hmm. up paying him off in their newly formed currency right she also pays him off for the ship yes because she wants to keep she wants it, to keep it. Mm -hmm. um he's like fine can you drop me home or like to my <laughs> next stop they're like yeah yeah why not sure they have a dinner a la bespin uh-huh he gets up for a moment and he's like, this really, this, this whole deal actually really worked out for me because not only did I get the money, but I'm going to keep my ship and I have you guys on it. So that really works out. He exits the doors there. They mm -hmm. slide shut and he just opens the room <gasps> oh, and no. sucks them all out into space. So they die? We don't know. And I mean, if they do, it doesn't matter. They're right. But back. you know, but they got to, they got to start from square one. Yep. She tries to turn, she turns the diamond as she's sucked being sucked out. out. Um, yeah. But, I don't think she needs to breathe. If she's if she's I don't diamond. know, but they all get sucked out, and then we cut down to the X Men mm -hmm. on Earth in New York. Yeah, and uh, Lord Chantel shows back up. Oh, I kind of remember that person. They, the like love interest of Sebastian Shaw. Yes, when he finds out that she didn't actually die, mm -hmm. that it was all a ruse because she couldn't be with him anymore because he was abusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's back. Cool. Lots of folk coming back. Yeah, lots of folk coming back. Well, now that uh, there's never going to be like a phase two for the Dawn of X. Well, they had already introduced her mm -hmm. before, so like that. I'm was just fine. saying, like since they're extending oh, the first yeah. section of Hickman's yeah, plan, um, why the hell not? But this was great, and honestly, Phil Nodo was a welcome addition. To oh, this totally. Book. Yeah. Um, not that the book was suffering art wise, but it was just like I was like, oh, this is this is a nice shift. Yeah, because he was on cable. And I don't think he's on the new cable. No, and he used to be on uh, New Mutants as well. Was he? Yeah, he drew the good part. Uh, yeah, but he was on that young cable book and that wrapped. Yeah. So, so. I, I'm hoping they just kind of scooped him up for this. Really, really enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, while I'm here, can I talk about a book from a couple weeks ago? Just really quickly. I just want everybody to know <laughs> I caught up on Hellions. Yay. Why? Why would you need to? I, I wanted to and I didn't want to read this because it's so sad because this book will end. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to 18. I think that's what it is. I think we have three more issues mm -hmm. um, to come because uh, Zeb Wells is off of this. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense. He's going to Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, so this it was written by Zeb Wells um, with art by Roger Antonio. Mm -hmm. uh, this Again, this is an old review. I just want you to know I did read Hellions number 15. It's great. <laughs> um. Don't forget Tarn and his locust vile were there. They're, they're the guys from Amenth. Okay. Basically, it's like a really successful version of Sinister mm. in terms of being able to utilize yeah, that's right. genetics. And he, Tarn actually created Chimera. Right. Oh, so he, and he stole that idea. And Sinister stole all of the knowledge and the genetic code and has unraveled it. Okay. And in the last issue, we discovered that like he knew what Chimera were. We are about to be shown them when... Um, Basically, 
Tarn and uh, Silek have a conversation, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'll give you his location, but you have to let us go because they're all going to die." Mm-hmm. And so he's like, no, "That's fine." So he does that. They go off. They have okay on Tarn's team. There's that big guy. He's like the amino, I vaguely the amino fetus. Okay, <laughs> I remember you talking about right. That he's not allowed to eat. Mm-hmm. So they give us like a breakdown of why. Okay, because like he has like the damnation cycle. What does that mean? So is there, there's the abominable germ, then the accursed embryo, mm-hmm. and then the amino fetus who will eat and swell until the atrocious infants arrive. Okay. And then either it's the end of all things or he must be returned to the darkness to be reconceived. Okay. And I'm like... Gross. Everything about that is horrible. You're rolling this out now, SU-15, Zeb Wells, and you're going to be leaving? Right. Okay, fine. Um, We do get to see the last stage Good. in this issue. Um, Grey Crow and the rest of the team find out that Psylocke has known everything from the get-go because when she tells Tarn where Sinister is, they're like, we blew that facility up. She's like, no, he made you think that we did because blah, blah, blah. Like, you sure. know, and she's like, they're like, and you knew this, why? He's yeah. Like, because he has my daughter. And the fact is, it's not that, that he has her daughter. He has the only copy of his, her daughter's like Cerebro has nothing. Right. So if he deletes it, that's it. She's gone. gone. I was like, oh, okay. That makes, that makes, all right. Putting it all together. Right. Yeah. Needless to say, the atrocious infants are born are just that. Yes. They're horrible. That's how we get Tarn away. Tarn shows up, sees the two sinisters. He's with one of his other people who are like, um, there, we got to go back. Yeah. He's giving them a hard time. And eventually they're like, yo, um, it ate right so it's making those because things because Crow made it because he mm-hmm. was so mad <laughs> so they he has he leaves he's like i'll be back for my vengeance okay we'll never see that no um but we do see that like sinister's like fine this is all good because it doesn't matter because i did it i made a chimera okay he i've is, established that i'm going to be able to do that he's like i made my first chimera and his chimera is mr sinister and torn i'm like this is a nightmare yeah that's no, that's not okay. <laughs> but that's okay. There was a contingency. Oh. That was built into this whole thing. And that's when Empath reaches over and is like, Yeah, okay. I, I kind of knew this was gonna happen. He triggers havoc and turns him into like a rage monster, basically. <laughs> okay. Um, and as this is about like as Havoc's about to attack, Empath reaches over to Sinister and he just goes, Emma says hello. <gasps> and then they all blow up and we don't know what happens. Right. And we don't, we have to assume that either everybody's dead. Quanon's daughter might be gone. I don't know. Yeah. Solid issue. Really great. Super sad that he'll be leaving this book. Yeah. Cause Zed Wells has had a great run. Well, on this, this book is leaving him. I think. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I do wonder if he, I don't know. Yeah. Who, who's canceled. First? I think, I think that they were like, you're, you're going to be doing Spider-Man. We were looking for a reason to end this. Right. I'm sure the sales are not where they should be, but they should be because this is a good one. Hellions was a lot of fun. It was just fun. Yeah. It was fun and snarky and, and you know, just the, like, it's like a suicide squad kind of, book right. where it's like a team of like misfits. Yeah. That you kind of end up rooting for. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, so I'm going to enjoy the last few issues of this. Cool. Extra. <laughs> Uh, new type JB Lee wanted to know, isn't Hickman leaving a bad thing? Because I'm excited for the other writers working on the X books like Al Ewing, Vita Ayala and Leah Williams. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it is because he's the architect. Um, he's also trying to downplay his influence on the book now, where he's like, actually, like it's kind of a misnomer to s- assume that I was like in charge of everything, and it's like you were happy to accept that until you got like a huge grant from some like random internet company. So like, don't pretend. Well, and it's also that. Listen, do I think for a second that he's telling every single writer what to do in those books? Absolutely not, not. At all. No, no, no. But it does. He take, wouldn't have gotten a racco out of it and whatnot. No, it takes a, a leader though to be able to step up and, and direct those ideas to make sure that they are able to coalesce with one another without stepping on their creative toes. And that's what he did. And that's what I'm afraid they're going to lose Mm -hmm. is just the general leadership. Yes. Now he is staying on uh, Marvel unlimited to work on a scrolling comic book. That'll be impossible to be collected and trade. Uh, Uh, This is of course the Declan Shalvey giant size book that he's working on. Mm -hmm. Uh, I read the first issue. If you can call it that, uh, if you can call it reading or an issue, where oh. Wolverine like just kind of falls for the whole book. It's uh it's it's fine. Okay. It's quite fine. Uh but certainly not, you know, it's not a big deal. But it's there. Uh John Ty says thoughts on Hellions and Marauders ending. Well, there you have it. Apparently Marauders is also ending. I know that you were very disappointed by Hellions and uh being being canceled. <sighs> that I hadn't heard. Uh, if it is, that's a real damn shame. And uh, marks pretty much like the conclusion of the Hickman era at this point. I mean, if they're canceling all this these books, it means, me. yeah, it's rough. Substack better be worth it, everybody. Uh, it is for them. Better be the personally. Better be the 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 magnum opus of mm. their creativity. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a big deal, uh, and I'm sure it'll be very impressive to the twelve people who read it. Once. Also, listen, these books. While I would have liked especially with hellions i would have liked hellions to keep going because i think it's so like it's involving a character who clearly could have a huge effect on the x universe yeah but the like, the characters themselves are outsiders and so therefore the book feels like it's an outside yeah entity and so i thought that one might be able to go on i truly didn't believe most of these books are going to be forever ongoing no, no. like that makes total sense that they're going to start wrapping some of these up and probably starting new ones with new creative teams that have nothing to do with Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> yeah, almost certainly. That are more friends with uh, Jerry Duggan, maybe. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, yes. Uh, Meal Max also mentions that apparently uh, he got a gig doing a uh, volunteer for New York Comic Con this year. Oh, that's great. I only mention it because uh, we're going to be at New York Comic Con. I, I did that one year. You it's did. A, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you did that during the Secret Invasion era, yeah. I believe, because you have a mask. But uh, yeah, no, uh, we're going to be at New York Comic Con. There's no big announcement yet about like meetups and stuff. I know that uh, it's going to be a very different kind of show. I don't I'm not encouraging people to make trips and travels. Mm -mm. But like if you live in the area and you happen to be vaccinated and you have a card and you're ready to go. Definitely. If you do end up going, hopefully we'll see you there. Yes, Um, we will do a meetup, but it won't be in the D.C. area because D.C. is not going. Uh, Neither is Marvel. Neither is IW. Neither is Boom. Uh, So I don't know who's going to be there. It might just be us. It might just be us. Us and Benny will be there as well because uh, Benny and I are going to be on an absolute panel, uh, absolute comics panel on Friday at 515 at uh, location 406.1. We're going to be learning the ways of comic book YouTube, or rather you will be. Uh, The two of us are going to talk about comic book YouTube and uh, and YouTube itself and making comics and stuff. There will be at least two people in that audience. Yeah. I didn't know that the hosts counted as audience members, but no, no you do mean you. I do mean me. Yeah, you and Ben. Well, I didn't know if Ben was going to be going that day. Ben I, probably won't. Uh, I, I knew go Danielle to that panel. would go. Yes, we'll have Danielle. So there you have it. We'll yell. At, we'll, we'll sound like a crowd. Damn right. Yeah. I should also mention that there will be a panel at At Home Comic Con uh, this upcoming Saturday, 
uh, around, I think, 1 p.m. It'll be Joel and I. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite, uh, some of the best uh, Superman costumes. Oh. So check that out if you haven't already. I'll, uh, check our socials for more information. Uh, Devin Wilson says, third time's the charm. I've posted this twice and forgot to add the money. Uh, I rarely get to catch you guys live. You guys keep me invested in comics. You're awesome individuals. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm, I'm really embodying the spirit of the individual because I'm all by myself right now. But uh, thank you very much for, uh, for the support and for catching us. Uh, Joey Amorum helping us out with a super sticker. I'm sorry I didn't, uh, I wasn't able to pull it up, but here it is. Uh, so thank you very much, Joey. Really appreciate it. And I'm excited to see that apparently we've got a special guest <laughs> on the show today. Hello. Hi. Oh, God, I have to sit, don't I? Yeah. Well, look at this. Hi, everyone. For, for the first time in like almost a decade, it's been on Off the Rack. I see you're drop, dropping off the candy. Yes. Dr. Costco candy. candy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's exciting. I, uh, I I wrote over here and then I looked at my phone. and was like, oh, oh God, Monday. they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's great. I'm glad that you were able to, to stop by. Hey, everyone. Hey. Uh, well, we we're just uh, what are we talking about. Well, let's take a look. Uh, right now, I'm going to be talking about Justice League Last Ride from Chip Zdarsky oh. and Mendoza. I believe that's how you pronounce it. This is a uh, this is a miniseries Elseworlds-esque book that takes place in another reality where Martian Manhunter died. And the Justice League's all mad at each other. Uh, in this book, uh, Cyborg Superman takes over the Manhunters and attacks the Justice League. Uh, the Justice League themselves are uh, trying to transport Lobo to Oa for uh, imprisonment because he's an asshole. And they're, they're done with him. And they don't think that putting him next to a giant power battery is going to be a problem. Right? <laughs> Hopefully, at the end of the book, he becomes Parallax. There's a lot of like inside references in this book. Uh, and... You know, also apparently they're making Dark Side clones. I don't know. It, it's it's a fun read while it's happening. I don't know if I can like really recommend this book, but I can promise you it's going to happen on back issues. So t so stay tuned. <laughs> I'll say this much: the art looks very fitting for what you're telling me. It is, yeah. It it feels like an injustice issue. Yeah. Like, it feels like a book that's like on the fringe. It is, you know, it's using action figures that you recognize, but it also doesn't necessarily matter. You know. Look at this hall. Oh, that's amazing looking. This is a great box. I don't know who, well, I guess the company that makes this made this, but like that is a solid haul. I love Twizzlers. I love these ropes. Airheads are always amazing. And Haribo gummy bears are, of course, the superior gummy bear. But uh, yeah, although I should mention that uh, actually you weren't too far off about getting that power battery, though Lobo does not achieve the, the power of the power battery. Instead, uh, Darkseid does. Oh, that is a twist. Yeah, although I think he blows up the power battery instead of, like, absorbing it, but who knows? We'll see what happens in the next issue. All right. So, yeah. And you said that the Justice League is angry at each other? Yeah, the, yeah, because Jean got killed, and, like, so Superman and Batman, like, blame each other, and uh, and the rest of the League is kind of like, it's like a divorce. Yeah. And the kids are kind of, like, yeah, playing against putting on, they're picking, like, whose side they're on. Exactly, but it's, it's actually not nearly as, like, Marvel as all that. Instead, they're just kind of like, Boy, I wish Batman and Superman would get over it. Like, hey, could you two knock it off? Yeah, that's it. That's the whole book. It's just them being like, and they really do. So it really didn't have to be out of sight of continuity. Like, there's nothing about this that's like, oh my God. Yeah, like it wrecks things. Yeah, yeah. No, the only thing that's Other wrecked. Than John is dead. John is dead. Yeah, yeah, which like, who cares? Like, he might as well be already. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, but like, you know, <laughs> where's the where's the other Martian Manhunter book? 
Nowhere, I'll Wh- tell you. Where's any Martian Manhunter book? That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. there there have been. They, DC keeps making Martian Manhunter books, and then like nobody buys them, and they get canceled. They were like, yeah, at least... Like, Fine, we'll kill them. Yeah. They, they should just be like the death of Martian Manhunter. Then maybe somebody would give a shit. It's like being humans. Yeah. Yeah, just keep killing them off. Yeah. Otherwise, no one's going to care. Right. And then they can bring him back, and it'd be like, the triumphant return of Martian Manhunter. See? I know, oh I know how the money works. And all of them could feel like they're going crazy because they're hearing voices oh in their God, head. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe he didn't even die. Maybe it was only his body died. And he like, maybe we could, we could Kirk and uh, Bones him. Jean dumps himself into uh, one of the Justice Leaguers who it doesn't have a book or nobody's using right now. Or split them between Superman and Batman. Yeah. And that's why they're fighting. There we go. They're each getting different personality splits from yeah. Jean. They're getting two different, like, yeah. That, I love that. That's it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to tag Tiffany back in. Yeah. Well, thanks this has for, been interesting. Thanks for coming by. What'd and, you read? Uh, <laughs> hang on. Let me just scroll through this. Uh, uh, Chinese food takeout menu. Oh, that's a... The Ooh. highlights were uh, the Kung Pao chicken, uh, the egg foo young, and of course, the uh, uh, boneless bear ribs. Oh, yes. Nice. nice. Yeah. Now you're making me wish that we were going to have uh, Chinese food. Well... On that note, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming over, man. Thank thanks you. for the candy. Bye, yeah, and thanks for the bye. candy. Bye. I had no idea that was happening, did no, you? No, of course not. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. How would I? Are you here now? Yeah. You should come in. <laughs> so I went and got him. Yay. Uh, denial of the Sinister Chimera <laughs> joins the pantheon of Marvel characters that physically repulses <laughs> Tiffany alongside Red Ghost and Mojo. Yep. Yep. I, you know what? Like, it's just like it's just, it's just you don't it's just, he's a disaster because it's like they, they both have Tarn and Sinister both have gigantic egos which I assume have to be gen, like genetically encoded somewhere because every Sinister clone has that ego yeah right and Tarn's just better at everything right <laughs> he's just better he's just better he's just better man we got a couple of uh, Hickman apologists and defenders in the chat let's I go just, I did not expect uh, to have to explain things that I clearly said in plain English uh, someone mentioned that Hickman was downplaying it since the beginning so actually it's totally okay and understandable and also that uh, actually Teeny Howard uh, created a, a Racco because she worked on Excalibur it wasn't her no I oh, mean like a Racco no 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 he's like, talking about I'm talking about the planet I was talking about the I'm planet I'm talking about Jerry Duggan came up with the idea no, to make no, no, a Racco no. into yes. a planet no that and that was like something that had come out and that we had cited that specific instance before as like a strength of a good leader yes hi uh, Memento Mori three earth three moons sounds cool I'm on board for the ride whatever Hickman writes that's what everybody's saying I yeah. know if you yeah. I'm just you know what it is and like yeah, and I can't wait to not scroll to read it. I'm looking forward to reading it as a comic book. Well, Maybe I, that'll actually help the comic book industry like, and not himself. I tend to try books by writers that I know. Yeah. But I'm never a ride or die right. by No, you're a huge a Brian K. Vaughn fan, but it happened by accident because you read all these books and then we're like, oh my God. But like I don't Vaughn but, read the I don't this. ever believe in my heart that like every single thing that a person writes or creates or whatever is something that I'm going to have the same passion exactly. for. Exactly. It's just something I'm willing to try mm-hmm. but may not hit and it's okay if it doesn't yeah no i agree uh new type jb lee uh what are your favorite titles of 2021 so far from the big two from image and dark horse boom i don't have anything from dark horse uh obviously boom oh yeah the 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 me you love in the dark yes i think that's image actually so oh yeah image haha image is uh me and love in the dark boom, uh, boom is... wants some future and uh something's killing the children. not new for 2021 though no but it's still happening oh, oh <laughs> i thought they had to be new well he says what are your favorite titles where did i get new 21? so yes those sorry i was mm-hmm. trying desperately to do that 
The big two, the the nice house on the lake. Yes. Yeah. Which should really just be a image book or a boom book. I but, know I don't like it. You know. I don't care where it is. It is it is great. I yeah. just enjoy it so so well. And uh, then oh, maybe also Supergirl. Yeah, it's a great book. I really like that right? book. Uh, Milkman Jed McKay is on fire this year with Black Cat, Taskmaster, Moon Knight, and the Land Shark should have been on Webtoons. I agree. The Jeff the Land Shark book. It's mm-hmm. weird that it wasn't. Uh, actually, it's not weird because Marvel Disney doesn't own Webtoons, but uh, they could have put it on Marvel Limited yeah. where nobody could have read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, I hear what you're saying. I mean, like, listen, I agree with that. I, that concept of like making. I mean, Marvel is apparently ending their partnership with IDW, so the Marvel action books, right. you know, all those uh, ancillary Avengers books and and, and Spider Man and stuff those are all ending come mm-hmm. december i believe so uh they're clearly like either not happy with the performance of like an all-ages marvel book mm-hmm. or maybe they're probably trying to steer it in a direction that's more more digital oriented that'd be my guess like if those books were self-sustaining i would just dump them onto marvel limited and just push that towards like the younger demographic right um, right, right. but uh, apparently idw is going to continue their relationship and partnership with marvel yeah uh, which i'm happy to hear because Can, like i like seeing people before we go back into reviews i know there's a lot of other super chats in between the one we just read and this one i want to read right now okay um so i'm gonna jump ahead and yeah. i'm gonna remind you that we did this sure um this is from zeke rod mm-hmm. um and they said i got to catch a live show can you please send happy thoughts to my wife she is deep in a rough nursing shift. So I didn't want them to leave before right. we said, thank you so much for everything that you do. Nurses yes. are super important, especially the good ones. Uh, I can't imagine. Yeah. How about. I can't imagine being in that role because I, we've all had experiences with loved ones in a situation where a nurse is needed. Yeah. And now that nurse, think about how you felt. That nurse is dealing with however many other families that feel just like you feel. Right. Um, so thank you so much for being there for everybody, for working super, super long hours and for keeping it all straight. Seriously. Keeping it all straight and being kind. Thank so you for your support. I and thank you for so good wishes for, for uh, all your all you do. Yes. Uh, Memento Mori with a super sticker. Thank you very much, uh, Memento, for that. We mm-hmm. really appreciate it. I'm sorry. I, the, the StreamYard has not worked out showing us those graphics in the stream. So you can't see it, but like, I can we see it, it and it's great. I like those pairs. I love them. Dan Wesley, I'm actually off uh, for once during a stream. Woo! Thanks for all the fun times. Thank you, for Dan, for being here, man. And, uh, and hanging with us. Swordfish97 has an adorable super sticker as well. I presume it's a... It actually, it's one of the few that aren't adorable, but it is uh, a, a finger. But, Number one. But not an inappropriate I one. I like it. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, it's like a big foam hand at a, at a concert. <laughs> uh, Dan V, with Hellions ending in December, along with most likely Marauders, will there be a funeral version of Off the Rack when that happens? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was reserved for one time and one time only. Yes. Uh, somebody asked if Saga's ever coming back, and I wanted to bring that up only because you had some thoughts yesterday because I read a thing. It was a rumor. Yeah. Straight up, bleeding cool, nonsense, fake yeah, yeah, ass yeah. rumor. No, it's... it said that uh, apparently uh, Vaughn and Freena Staples not only have no intention of bringing back Saga, but they don't seem terribly concerned with it either. So yeah, and like, that's a rumor. And it's I... A, I, I believe it's a total rumor. Um, it's funny because that it, the where it ended now could be an ending. It would be a, a tragic be ending, rough. but it could <laughs> be an ending. I believe the reason they're not jumping into it a because he was probably involved in some to some degree with why the last man and b because this book has meant so much to a lot of people and it is so emotionally charged and i think they've said that that they're about halfway through 
Right. There's a whole second half to come. I right. Can you imagine being the creators of something that has such a like like loyal and feverish fan base? Yes. And then knowing that you had to have an ending that warranted that. And I think it might be a little daunting for them. And sure. it's something that they want to get right. Yeah. So it's not something that they want to just throw out there. Everything has to come together because the first half of a journey is fun. It's getting to know them. Knowing that there's a second half to a journey, knowing that the ending will be coming, yes. we'll all be sitting there like, <gasps> yeah, you know? anticipating the ending. Yeah. So I think that might be what we're going through right now. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Zeke says, uh, thank you. She'll appreciate this. Well, good to hear. Well, thank you very much. Thank once, you. Again, once again, uh, let's uh, jump into the book. Uh, that what, The book. The book that we're all talking oh, about. Oh, wait. What about all the other books I read? I don't know. What did you read? I read so many other things. Well, while you're pulling I kind those of, up. I kind of like I'm, I'm being high, you know, like a little hyperbole going and uh -huh. kind of not. Okay. Go ahead. Because I read uh, Infinite Frontier number six of six from Josh Williamson and Zermanico. I just uh, saying that. Zermanico. It's like, a, it's like Alakazam. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was cool. It had a satisfying ending. It had hope and heart. It felt like a DC comic. Mm -hmm. That's how it felt. Uh, huge. You know what? It felt like it's like a DC comic from my youth where it's like, it's a big thing mm -hmm. that takes place nowhere that is choked with characters that I would never have recognized as a child. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do appreciate that like, yeah, we set up a new status quo. We set up, but like this is a this is a dark side of the multiverse. He's co he's coalesced into one dark side, dark side mm -hmm. Omega, or whatever the hell you want to call him. But he's the dark side, the dark side that had been established years before. But then, you know, Johns and Jim Lee couldn't care less about trying to keep that straight, so they just like went ahead and made him a rebooted dark side. Yeah, no, uh, he's 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 prime dark side. Um, but we're setting up a lot of stuff. We're setting up like the new. Uh, the new Herald of Dark Side, uh, the, the the new status quo for the multiverse, uh, uh, Barry's situation, which is actually really interesting, like where we put Barry. Uh, and uh, so we'll see where that goes. It's really cool. It, 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 it wrapped up in a way where like this series will never be anyone's favorite trade, but it will be a great stepping stone. I look forward to you doing this on back. Oh, I don't think we're going to do Infinite Frontier really? the miniseries on back issues because it's just it's just a chapter. It's a footnote. That's true. But maybe. I mean, we'll like, see. listen, I would love to do it. It's just like it'll be one of those things where it's like, what? Sorry, I just was this is this this comment. I was like, yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sorry. Someone earlier mentioned with Saga that they wish they hadn't turned that last page. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Got you should have waited another three years or however no. long it's going to take for that book no. to come out. No, no, um, but yeah, so what else did you read, Tiffany? Oh, yes. What else did I read is a fine question to ask me. I just wanted to um, briefly mention I read uh, Shang-Chi. Yes, yes, you did. Two weeks ago. It's great. This issue is less of a team up. It has a little more verses, but we're getting more towards the, the heart of like, this is the Shang-Chi story. Right. You know what I mean? It's less and, about Wolverine and it's yeah, more about yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. So like basically... Um, Shang has a vision and he thinks his sister is in like their old, his old house from when he was growing up. Okay. Um, they need to find the last sibling so that the, like, um, the five weapons society can be complete. Yep. They need her. And like, so one of his like sorcerers looks into his mind mm -hmm. and sees the house and he's like, that house ain't where you think it is. Mm. It, it's, it, it's in the negative zone. Oh, so they need Vin has score to get there. Yeah. So he calls them and they're like, oh, wait, you're working with your dad's group. Uh -huh. Yeah, I can't help you. Right. I'm also like in space or <laughs> wherever. So 
you know, I mean, like, it's not that I won't help you. So I can't help them. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Think about who these people are. Mm-hmm. They just break in. Yeah. So they break in, they utilize the machine and lo and behold, it's not his sister. <gasps> it's his mom. Oh, what? Yeah. And so she's back and we're going to deal with that. And like, cool. I really, really liked this issue again, because now we're just getting more into the Shang-Chi story part of it and less about focusing on the team ups. The team ups will continue. Iron Man is next. Just a great, great book. Having so much fun with it. Totally. Uh, Dan Dragon asked, who do you think would make the best Marvel DC or other character crossover with the Transformers? Uh, honestly, there is a, uh, if you Google, uh, I believe it's Phil Jimenez uh, and Transformers Justice League crossover. There is, there was going to be a Justice League Transformers crossover. Each uh, member of the league teams up with an Autobot and gets their own Transformer. Uh, that would have been really cool. But I think the Power Rangers and the Transformers are, is a like Well, yeah, but that's not the question. That's true. But, uh, well, other character crossover, he said. So oh, I'd say Trans- oh, oh, yeah. But I think like a, a Power Rangers Transformers would make people fucking shit themselves. Um, as far as Marvel goes, you can just pick up a copy of Transformers from Marvel and just see that. Spider-Man has fought Megatron no fewer than two times. And, uh, you know... You, the new Avengers Transformers crossover, I think, is awful, but uh, you can see them team up. But uh, I would love to see to have seen the the Justice League one, and I think Power Rangers and Transformers makes the most sense. There you go. Yeah, uh, young Goku over nine thousand. Unless you have a pitch for them, uh, says, "Hey, you guys, shameless plug. It's my thirtieth birthday. I'm eating ice cream." Well, happy birthday to happy you! Happy birthday! Great use of, of birthday excuses. Uh, I heard that Bendis might good on Batman. Would you be down for this or yet or no? Well, uh, Bendis wrote my favorite Batman book of the last ten years, so I say yay. Despite the fact that I haven't really enjoyed most Bendis books from DC since he started, uh, I would love a Batman universe ongoing. If he could write it as though he were thinking of it like a trade, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Be like I'm writing for the trade. Yeah. I'm writing, I'm writing a 12 issue mini for the next three years, but like every, <laughs> and every year yeah. I will write a 12, a 12 issue mini. mini. Yeah. I would love the hell out of that. Especially if you can keep people like Darrington or some other, like really exciting artists. Like I don't want to see a Let's Batman book. That's, yeah. Dan Moore would be a great uh, fit for, for Bendis, I think. Um, but yeah, I would, I would read that. Yeah, Bendis tweeted a picture of Michael Keaton Batman saying things change. Yeah, I saw that too. That could be him going on Batman. That could also be him leaving DC. Or so, that could be him just stirring the pot. Right, or it could be him screwing people, because who cares? Yeah. Um, but happy birthday to a, you. I have a Vic Bogdanovich. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see that, too. Uh, JB Lee back to say it's sad the Champions is being canceled. One of Marvel's best teen books was Zub Ewing. Lore, pity the first wave run tainted the title. That launched the title. So I, I don't think it really tainted the title I so much as guess this is the time think. that Marvel's like, time to trim the, the fat. Books. Yes. I don't blame them. I get it. It's that time of it the year. It is a shame, it's, but it is time to like to, to. It's because it's autumn. We're rolling into autumn. Yeah, and some of the the books must fall from the tree onto the ground. Yes, and then be swept up and burned. I was going to say, and and you know, shrivel and decay and decompose and become nutrients for mm. the the tree of Marvel. There you go. Yeah, I've got one more. Let's hear it. Did you? Because you had this. Did you not read this? The Batman, the world, Batman. Day I got book? it, but I didn't read it. No, how was it? It was good. Mm good 
Okay. So Batman the World is an original graphic novel. Yes. Um, this was a free thing I got. And they gave you a sample. Yeah. They gave you a little sampling. It's got a story by Brian Azarello and Lee Bermeo. And then it also has stories from uh, creative teams from all over the world. Yes. Kind of cool. That's right? why so I got get, it. I was you, like, are you kidding me? I'm looking forward to actually picking up this graphic novel. I'd like to check it out. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's packaging material, but I think it is fun because I always like when they pull together different teams to focus on one character. Right. Especially when you care about. Mm -hmm. Um. The Bromeo one is fine. It's Batman and a love letter to Gotham, basically. Like he wrote one? It kind of is. Okay. Like that. Gotham, I love you! Because he, 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 he says it's like his wife. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, that's like a Spider-Man book where it's always like, I love New York! Yeah, it's There's always like every 10 years of Spider-Man book. It's kind of like that, but the, the reason to read that one is the Azarello art. Uh, no, Bromeo. Bromeo art, sorry. It's stunning. Look at this man, Ben. <laughs> Bermejo is like he, I was already like in like into it at that point, but sure. when I turned the page and saw that, they also do something really fun with the pearls. Yes. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um that man bat. I seriously had a moment where I was like, how do you become so good <laughs> that you know when you're looking at either a blank digital canvas or an actual canvas, like this is where it's going. Right? It's just like I I I this book made me question everything I know about life for a yeah. um, just the way the art looked for some reason. Um, the other one you're going to get in here um, is from South Korea. And then um, you're also going to get one from Germany. Mm -hmm. They're both great. The idea is Batman goes to these places. Yeah. And so it's like Batman doing something in South Korea. It's Batman doing something in Germany. That's cool. Yeah. Well, at least those two stories are. I can't say they're all that because I only read those two, so I don't want to say that it's necessarily sure. that. Batman goes uh, to, to South Korea. He gets a dope... South Korean costume? Yeah, like a version of the... Like oh, the that's suit. fun. Like yeah, that is cool. Themed. I like it. That's cool. He's like, okay. Mm -hmm. He goes tiger, and like the person giving it to him goes, welcome to Korea. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fun. Okay. Um, the teams are from there, so I'm... I really, I'm going to butcher these names and I'm going to apologize already. Um, Moonin is written by uh, Inpyo Jian. Okay. Jian, um, with art by Jiaquang Park and Junggi Kim. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to say I'm sorry. Two different artists, two different styles. They utilize the style shift for a really spectacular action sequence um, that I loved so much i love looking at this i love like diving into yeah, it yeah that's awesome it shifts to black and white I, there's just something about it that looks really great yeah um the german book uh better tomorrow written by benjamin von uh eckgartsberg sorry again and thomas von kumont okay. on art colors letters and cover mm-hmm I want to point that out because the other team, I think, has like a letter and all that yeah. stuff, right? This person did, did it, it all on their own, and it has a less comic book look. Yes. I, I liked all the art I saw in this. Obviously, Bermejo's art, different level. Yeah. Um, The art from Korea, different feel, still like solid comic book look. Yeah. This is something entirely different, and I really enjoyed it cool. quite a bit. It had like a storybook look to it so much so that i actually screenshotted this because i just was so enamored wow. with the title page yeah so pretty fun looking book i just wanted to put it on your radar if you didn't see it out there it is an original graphic novel you can sample the like the few of the stories yeah right now for free just there you go sweet if, just, if, you're, if, if 
you don't have enough Batman in your life. Right. You thought to yourself, man, if only there was one <laughs> more Batman book I could have. Yeah. <laughs> this right. is the one for you. Batman the World. The Check world. it out. Yeah. Uh, Thick Grayson agrees. Lee Romejo's art was phenomenal. I mean, like, I don't know if it's because it's a smaller story or what. Right, but had like, more t- yeah. Had more time. I to was focus just on less. in awe. Yeah. Uh, Crimson Echidna. Anyone else hearing this is Batman Zawardo. No. But uh, thank you. Maybe. <laughs> uh, New type JB Lee. It's sad. Marvel's ending a lot of their teen books. Yeah, it's weird that they would do that. Um, like during a period when they're replacing their older people in the movies with young people and making maybe teenagers. they've got a new initiative coming. Yeah. A new teen initiative. That makes sense. Maybe they're going to lean more the DC way to yeah. create like the like smaller trades oh that'd be cool because like kids it's just it's more manga ass i think that's a good idea marvel actually did them more so yeah um also want to give a quick shout out because i did realize this uh today that it was apparently steve gerber's birthday today and so it's a big shout out if you're like howard the duck man thing the defenders then you uh you owe a happy birthday to send to of course the late uh steve gerber but uh great stuff uh i read a story from jerry conway who told this amazing story. It was a personal story that he had with Steve Gerber in which he said they used to meet for coffee in between therapy sessions. And one day Steve was complaining about how he hated living in New York. Uh And so they were having this back and forth where he's like, if you hate it, you should move. And he says, I can't, I'd lose my scripting work with Marvel. If I moved back in the seventies when he was like, you know, working more for Marvel. And he said, Mm well, uh, why do you need that much work from Marvel? And Gerber said, because I need the money. And Conway said, fine. I drank my coffee, New York coffee in the 70s was strong. Uh, Stephen hailed a cigarette and said, why do you need so much money? And uh, Gerber said, because it's so expensive to live in New York. And then he looked at me. Then he looked at his coffee and two weeks later moved back to L.A. <laughs> so it's just a, it's a great little story about Steve Gerber that I, I really enjoyed. That. By the way, that was a JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Joke. Oh, reference. Okay. I'm sorry. That's just whoosh 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 right for us sorry about that crimson and yes but thank you uh saif life love the bvs hat thank you yes they sent that to us we didn't have to pay for that no um, i also just like this hat also and the sweet like embroidery kind of patch on it's always here. a nice type of hat uh i wanted to give a quick shout out because uh on the jo- you were, like in love with this when josh williamson takes over for batman there's going to be this variant cover that is an homage to the 1990 spider-man number one from todd mcfarlane uh, I don't know whose idea it was to do this, but I've never seen anyone depict Batman doing the McFarlane Spider-Man pose. And I've seen Grunge do it in a Gen 13 cover. I've seen Spawn do it a thousand times. I've seen Spider-Man in that pose, Ben Riley, and 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 across the board. I've seen it done a million times, but I've never seen them do with Batman. And so uh, Victor Bogdanovic, our pal, did that uh, oh. for this cover. And not only did he get to do the Batman pose, but he also did like this mock-up. So Batman's title is the old Spider-Man title. Uh, back in the Spider-Man number one, it said all new collector's item. This one. It's got a question mark. Is this a collector's item? I don't know. Uh, that There's a lot of things to like and point out about this. The first of which is, wow, we get to see Batman in a friggin' Spider-Man pose and it looks awesome. Second, uh, the rain and coloration of this issue or of this cover is dope AF. Uh, third, putting Batman's name and title in the Spider-Man font just betrays how bad the Batman title has been for over a decade. And the DC Bullet Logo's resurrection betrays just how iconic the DC Bullet Logo 
was, is, and always will be, mm-hmm. and how, uh, and you can see, maybe not right now how we're showing it, but if you pick this up, you'll see that they played with it. You know, obviously it's a throwback cover. It's an homage cover. They're showing you, because the DC graphic game is on point right now. The way that they are depicting, like, the issue number and yep. all the information is great, and they're doing a great job. It's very modern. Yep. But they also couldn't help themselves and made the DC Bullet logo a more modern feel today in this cover because they made it translucent you could see through to the back of the of the you could see the cover through the logo Mm -hmm. it just showed you that the versatility of this logo and how this should be dc's logo just it this was the when they got it stop drilling you hit oil that's the logo like stop it i don't care how much money you spent on getting that stupid page flip logo but that was the logo not that horrible swoosh that looks like it was made in 2003 well, that's why, and is like, cemented in that but time. that's why, like, even the one that's on there now, you probably like it more because it's a step in the direction towards the bullet logo because it's almost just the interior of the bullet. It really is. But, like, even then, it's at least modern. Like, the DC logo today. Yeah. It, it is simple, plain. It has a little bit of a style to it. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah. But it just said, it's just a font. For me, it's a font. It just says DC. Yeah, Those are two letters. It's a logo. The DC logo, the DC bullet logo is a logo. No, they're both logos. Well, I feel like this is just like, Ugh. okay. It's it's very simple. It's very modern. Sure. It's a logo. But the, but the DC bullet logo is a better logo. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's a fine thing to say. Also, hello to New Zealand. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for popping in. Uh, so yeah, uh, trial Magneto number two. From, let's let's talk about this. Yes, from Williams and Warnick. Uh, this is Magneto versus the Avengers. It's literally Magneto fighting the Avengers. Yeah, uh, and it's something. And also his own people. And his own people, of course. Uh, we've seen. Uh, if we've never seen Ma- Ma- Magneto fight the Avengers in the main universe, I mean, we have, but like, not like this. This would <laughs> be like this. this would be really cool if that was the case. Unfortunately, it's not. Uh, so I lied to you. I'm sorry. Clickbait, but. Uh, Magneto is being probed uh, mentally by Xavier, uh, which is probably a bad idea because perhaps some part of Magneto might imprint onto him and conjure onslaught. But I guess he doesn't have to worry about that because no. he already did. And hope, and hope, hope is too. helping him and being a that's, major stick in the mud about it. That's probably why, she, like, he has to have someone else there right. so he, the onslaught doesn't doesn't. Get... Hey, hey, that'd be such a great idea. It'd be so cool if he was always in fear of onslaught coming back. Yeah, uh, I can't ever like probe like Eric's mind because onslaught might show up. Yeah, let me say he wouldn't need his helmet anymore. Yeah, but uh, um, the <laughs> Avengers come to Krakoa to claim uh, Wanda's body. This was uh, confusing for me because I forgot that the Hellfire Gala did not take place on Krakoa. Because I was like, they're like, Krakoa's getting our first guest. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, like, no. Oh yeah, no, that it was over there on... on like that island, that Namor island, the one that like Emma yes. got. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so the Avengers show up and, uh, it, it, you know, people are having an okay time. They're sad, but like everyone's being pretty copacetic. I was very surprised. And they mm-hmm. got to go on this tour. Hey, before well, they have, they're on the tour for a reason. Well, they're on a tour. Be- well, they're on a tour for a number of reasons. But like while they're on this tour, uh, they're concerned because and they, and they all have their little private mental conversations, which I'm sure uh, somebody on the Avengers can listen to. But whatever. Who? Um, of the team that they brought, none of them could. No, but Tony Stark has slept with Emma before, and ha- and, and any of these Avengers probably have psychic blocks. Yeah, but they're not talking to them, and they're not trying to. No, but I'm saying like there's some kind of shield tech I'm sure that could pick up like mental transmissions that the Avengers would have. I seriously doubt that any tech that they have, Krakoa wouldn't have like neutralized as soon as they set foot on the island. It's very, it's very possible. It, I'm just no, saying it is not a... possible. It is that is probably what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Well, they they don't remember that because Stark talks to Emma like they never met before. But uh, they don't no, want to. No, he talks to Emma like he might get lucky later. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they are concerned because they don't want the Avengers to see because they want to keep the re- resurrection protocols a secret. And they want them to see. Yes. And then you might be thinking to yourself, well, why would they take them on a tour? Because they're trying to buy time for the autopsy of uh, Wanda. Wanda to com- be completed. Yes. And for them to investigate certain things. Right. Because exactly. something's happening to her. Mm-hmm. So uh, Emma instead projects <laughs> an image of herself and the cuckoos like sunbathing yeah because well they don't know because like it's gene and magic and they're having a conversation where they're like hope's not here we can't detour at this point they're like don't worry we'll, we'll make it work and they, they come around the corner and she's like ta-da right and that works like a charm i love all of the avengers reactions to it yes yes uh stark is fun the, the art for stark is very like well i was thinking the like the page before that okay where they first, like where you can't see what oh they're no their their faces yes yes everybody looks like a cartoon like, character even like Cyclops is like oh right <laughs> yeah freaking... but a cap you can see Iron Man's like thrilled <laughs> yes Iron Man's like okay okay <laughs> I love Krakoa yeah this place is amazing he's got he's gonna have the T-shirt on over his yeah I I love Krakoa yep but. Uh, yeah, you know, so that that's their deception. Meanwhile, uh, the Cerebro helmet was taken. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, Rachel is able to create a psychic like recording of what happened, and it turns out Magneto took it. Yes. Interesting. Yes. So Magneto took Rakoa because they were like, oh, no. And then we get the best page of the issue, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this was cool. But also, this was the point where I remember that there was another part of the story. There was a big twist to this Yes. Yeah, where the last page of the the last issue, where it was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Wanda's not dead? Or we weren't sure what was happening. Or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, this page, I thought it was pretty spectacular, at least in a book where the art was fine, but not like breaking new ground or doing anything particularly, like, exciting. Um, But we get like a kind of mental project Wanda's monologue, Wanda's internal monologue where it's like, she's saying a bunch of cryptic shit. Who cares? And, uh, you know, Wanda someplace else and mm-hmm. she died and she, all the pieces of herself came back together. Yeah. But something's like hunting her each time that she's brought back. Yeah. Into a version of herself. Yeah. So hope doesn't like the idea. Is, is it hope or is it gene? It it's looks hope. like it's hope. Hope it is, is like really mad at Xavier. So she, she wakes up Magneto and is like, you got to go, Cause the conflict of the issue. Uh, and uh, Quicksilver shows up. Cap gives him some inspirational words. And then Magneto attacks. And the, X- and the X-Men and the Avengers team up to fight Magneto. Mm-hmm. Um, Magneto is, of course, he always oh, back to his purple and red costume. Mm-hmm. Which is a direct contrast to when he, uh, when, he, when he complained at the council. And when he was woken up in this issue. Mm-hmm. So either there's two Magnetos. Or... Magneto switches costumes for depending on what event he's in. Right. I feel like it's the former that there are two Magnetos, especially because at the end of this issue, we see Mystique is involved. We or see her in She's watching. No, Inferno on sale soon. So I think the big question for everybody here is, is anybody who they say they are? Right. Or that we're being shown that they are. Is any of this happening? Is this part of the deep dive into Magneto's? psyche right to figure out what happened yeah the whole damn thing could be in his mind i doubt it but like ugh, that was what was rough so yeah we can talk about the art the, le- the this issue is not very strong in terms of art and, and and lettering i was like i've i have not seen an underlined word for emphasis in a modern comic book since the 90s that's true yes 
And I don't know. Yeah. It's a little rough, but uh, it's fine. You know, I think the art's serviceable. And there's a couple moments that are standout good stuff. So I don't think, I can't say like the art sucks. Or so I don't really care for it. I can say that parts of it, I think that the colors, the inks, and the art itself are all at war with each other. They're all fighting one another. They're not helping each other. They're like the characters in this book. They're not <laughs> helping one another. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. I agreed. Uh, I think for sure it really comes down to the inks and the colors are really duking it out for yes. most of this issue. Sometimes they're fine, but other times it's just they're not suited to one another. No. At all. That doesn't mean to say any of them are bad on their own. It's just in this combination, it mm-hmm. doesn't really work for me. Yeah. And I'm I'm a little like I'm a little confused about like why? Because it's not like this is a massive event, but the fact that you transformed it into an event means that you needed to raise it up to be you, you can't just take what used to be X factor, which is what the rumor is that like mm-hmm. this book was just an X factor arc. And then the book got canceled. So they turn they Marvel's like, this is too big. It should be an event. And also your books canceled. Well, I mean, but like, if it is, then like, you got to step it up. Sure. I mean, some people might really dig this art. It's, I think I dig mo- like some of the art. I think that's the issue. Is yeah. Just- I, I think I don't want to just call it the colors. I think they've worked on other things I didn't have an issue with. But mm-hmm. like I said, like there's something about it. And I, and I particularly think it has to do with just the way it's inked. Mm-hmm. These two don't work with one another. Yeah. Um, I'm it's like an event, but it's not an event. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't it's like feel its like its own event. title. Yeah, it's way. just a story arc. It's just something yeah, that's happening. It's something in that X-Men. they but they they broke it out, and I kind of appreciate that they did break it out because had they left it in X Factor, not everybody was reading X Factor. No. But if you put Magneto on the cover and people are interested in Magneto, yep. they're probably going to pick this up right. because it's not tied into something else and they know that there's only going to be a limited amount of issues of this. Yeah. So maybe that makes sense logistically speaking. Right. I'm more concerned with what this Wanda is. Sure. Was Hope really Hope in that moment? Right. Yeah, she could have. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of like... And 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 I think that's deliberate. I think it's supposed to be like it's a mystery, mm-hmm. and I hope that it pays off as opposed to it feeling hacky and matlocky. Yes, I also don't necessarily like the timing of this with what's going on with the conclusion of Way of X. Yeah, because technically Onslaught should be present on this island right now, and don't you think they'd take advantage of this particular? And instance? maybe the trial of Magneto end with Mons with Onslaught, which would be hilarious. I don't know. But you know, like, you know, Magneto's never met Onslaught. Really? Well, he was uh, he was Joseph at the time, but even then, he <laughs> wasn't really Joseph. That was a clone. So, like, be kind of neat. All right, that's fair. <laughs> But uh, Nobody's yeah, asking for that. I am now. Oh, okay. Thanks. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Yeah, this is fine. It's just kind of like I'm. I'm not thrilled, and it doesn't. F- I don't feel the weight of what this title. The every cover, which so far has just been Magneto being like I, using his powers. I don't feel it. I think there's a quiet strength to this book. Yes, because of what Wanda represents, not only um, for Marvel in general, which is like this force of nature that became out of control because they didn't know what she was yeah to then transforming her into being a boogeyman essentially right um to now having a chance at a rebirth yes and i think that's that's the thing is for me i'm 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 on the edge of my seat because marvel is really really good at fucking up a retcon mm-hmm. and there isn't a person alive who wants the retcon to happen who like d- Everyone wants that to everybody who does want that to happen 
doesn't want to see it get ruined. Right. Like we all want this to be the fix mm -hmm. because it was really dumb. Like your Axis retcon sucks. Mm -hmm. And I get the feeling that this might preserve it. Like mm -hmm. I get the feeling that like they already resurrected her and that she's not a mutant or they're going to be making two Scarlet Witches, one who is a mutant, one who isn't a mutant or like something that isn't what we asked for. Right. You know, and it's just like sometimes it's okay, you know, like well, to just do it. And it's funny though, like they won't do this. And this is where I struggle sometimes with some of the like trajectory of the books within X-Men right now or within like, the Hickman era of whatever. Right. Um, soon to be. Now we'll just call it the Dawn of X. The Dawn because... of X during the Dawn of X. Um, because you have a character like Sinister there who can literally clone people. Yeah. And we're not, you know, it's not like Mystique has had that idea that then to find a way to put her consciousness, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to just supersede. Yeah. How come they don't just have, how come she doesn't just have I'm destiny sure... dump? Uh, yeah. Have, have sinister clone destiny well because she needs her mind in there mm. and so she does need the cerebro element to it yeah which is why i think they wanted to show that magneto took that so maybe he's working with sinister yeah. i don't know but i don't think they're going to do that they really haven't crossed over with those kind of no books and characters um yeah i i, I I'm enjoying this, but I'm enjoying it only because I figured Wanda at some point was going to be have to be dealt with. I don't think it has. I don't think it's going to be their magnum opus, especially because they're leaning to Inferno. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be. <laughs> I don't know. This is like a little pre-event. Yeah, I was always oh, going to say is. it was the onslaught to Hero Reborn. Yeah, Heroes Reborn, but that's not. No, <laughs> I will. You know what? It could be. It could be a reaction. It could be because Slot took away Franklin. They're going to put in Wanda where he was going to be. Oh, like I need a reality altering character that yeah. people like from outside of the X-Men fandom yeah. to do this thing at the end or in the middle or towards the end of my thing. And because slot took Franklin away from me and he was clearly an important part of it. And Hickman mm -hmm. likes Franklin. The next best thing is we're going to retcon Wanda back in. Yeah. Not, not Pietro who does show up in this book and he has a fun like moment, but like, right. But we're going to retcon Wanda back in and she'll be the thing that took that they took away mm -hmm. it could be that it could be that it really it very easily could be yeah and it just happened to work out that they they did bring up wanda a lot before that happened oh no but, but like, and she was a she was a terrific role it was actually yeah. really interesting how he how they were playing you know playing ball with their own company where they're like no okay wanda's not a mutant right i wouldn't change that for a minute we get it she's a boogeyman instead she's a pretender haha -ha. if they if they bring her back what is exodus gonna do right what's what stories will he tell well, he could, you know, he could do, he could talk about uh, Quicksilver and uh, his, his, his boring event that took place after, after House of M. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, I mean, like Trial of Magneto, it's fine. It's just like, I'm hoping from, I'm hoping it gets really interesting. So. I think, I hope so too. But again, I think because of the fact that we're reaching Inferno, yeah. that this isn't, this isn't, don't expect this to be the mic drop. Oh no, no, no. Inferno is the big deal. This yeah. is just kind of like a, hey, you know, who's not going to be Inferno? The Avengers. So enjoy this. Yeah. And and I'm sure it will have something. Something from this will have to do with what happens in Inferno. Because yeah. a lot of the characters that are in. Well, this, Mystique will set up an in Inferno. Yeah. Yes. But like a lot of the characters who are involved with this. And obviously. See, I, I like the Franklin thing, but I, I also wonder if. 
if they use the resurrection protocol on her at all, right? They have no leg to stand on for certain individuals. That's right. That's right. And so, like, this is like, this is more like a, well, a, an interesting court case. You know what the worst is? <laughs> yes, it is. You know what the worst of it is? Uh, that means they could just make their own Franklin. Well, don't they have only it? If Cerebro has a backup, of course it does. Hmm. Because Franklin's been a mutant since since day one. Yeah, they dumped it. No. There's no way they dump that. Why would they do that? They never dump that. No, no way. way. No. But you could have a you could have a mutant Franklin. Yeah. The Franklin War. Right. Right. But uh, well, and yeah. I, the reason Inferno is on my mind is a it's coming. B Hellions was already promised that a, a character was going to be returning that was mentioned and seen at the beginning of Hellions. Yeah. And had to do with the original Inferno. Mm-hmm. So I, I I do just assume that this is going to change some status quo for some characters, but also be a launching point yes. for Inferno. I think you're right. Maybe. Right. So <laughs> let's jump into some books that are coming out this week that we think yeah, you should check let's out. Let's do that. So Tiffany, take it away. Okay. So X-Men number three is going to be coming out uh, this week. I really like X-Men. It's the, a great the main book. title. It's just a, a solid book, mm-hmm. no matter how you feel about, you know, Hawks, Pox, Docs, Fox. Yep. All of it. It sucks. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, written by Jerry Duggan with art by uh, Pepe Larraz. It's a gorgeous looking book. It's a fun story. Yep. Looking forward to more. Give me more. Moon Knight number three is coming out by Jed McKay uh, with art by Alessandro Cap- Cappuccio. Cappuccio. Thank you. Um, I'm going to check it out. I've been kind of, I think I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I feel similarly. I believe I, I'm, I'm enjoying this book. Yeah, I'm close to not being interested in this book anymore, but we'll see how it goes. Well, I'm going to check it out. It's really about a hunter's moon. Yeah. Let's go to, that. Let's go to the next one. We'll come back to this one. Okay. Uh, Once in Future Over 20 is coming out. Uh, Kieran Gillen, Dan Moore, what more do you need to know? <laughs> what what more do you need to know? Mm-hmm. I'll see myself. Is Ben still in here? No. <laughs> X-Men, the Onslaught Revelation number one will be coming out. So if you are enjoying Way of X, this is the next thing to pick up then because it's the same story, but in a new package. Yep. Go check it out. Oh, it's written by Cy Spurrier with art by somebody because we closed the tab. Um, oh, with art by Bob Quinn. Where I like his photo. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to uh, a Donny Cates book that doesn't get a whole lot of talking about. Um, Baby Teeth number 20 is coming out. And it's the end of the book. Yeah, for my for my baby teeth fam. Yeah, you love there. baby teeth. I really do. Yeah. Um, I also am going to mention a random book that I saw that I was like, I have to talk about this. Uh, Frontiersman number one right. is coming out. I might check this out. The reason I'm mentioning it to you is because the way in which it was pitched, which is that it's a classic Green Arrow style adventure. That blends thoughtfulness of concrete in a superhero odyssey for the mature but uncynical reader. Love it. I don't know if you also good good pull for concrete. Yeah. Remember concrete, everybody? Remember that dark horse character? I think, no, I think only from Wizard Magazine. Yeah. I only you, know him from advertisements yeah. for concrete. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know if I'm actually going to grab it, but I wanted to give a shout out. Right. And I would be uh, remiss. remiss if I didn't mention that The Death of Doctor Strange, number one, will be coming out, uh, written by Jed McKay, with art by Lee Gerbit. Garbit. Garbit. I put an E in there. I gave him extra E's. You did. Um, okay. Right. We'll see where this goes. I don't... I've heard uh, I've heard rumors people talking about, like, oh, like, who will be the next Sorcerer Supreme? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be like that. I... I... I couldn't care less yeah. and neither does the readership. 
because if they didn't care when they made him irrelevant but not dead and still made brother voodoo the the sorcerer supreme then they're not going to care now i think that at this point they are so lost what to do with this character that there is a chance they'll just kill him off for a while yeah i I think they just are so lost with what to do with. i think that they are so their heads are so far up their ass with this character that they'll kill him and when they do events he'll just be in them anyway possibly that's how bad i think marvel is with this character i don't know and like i don't Listen, they can make another Sorcerer Supreme. That's fine. I happen to just like Stephen Strange. But it's not because you're not like, oh, I just love the mantle of Sorcerer Supreme and I don't care who's doing it. I mean, I might read it if it depends on who's writing and how strong the character is. If they decide to go that route. I don't even know if they'll actually kill him or if this is just a stunt event. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Jed McKay's writing Moon Knight and it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, He's their new hotness. I would have preferred a more seasoned Strange writer uh, write this. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me. But not Mark Wade. But not Mark Wade. <laughs> Asterisk. Yeah. But not Mark Wade. Sorry, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um You don't need to apologize to him. He's fine. I feel bad. <laughs> um he like he really had a good time with me. He really enjoyed it. He seemed to really enjoy I it. I did not. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> but, everyone had a good time except the audience. Yeah. So Killing Doctor Strange. Good luck. We'll see I'll, how it goes. I'll, I will I will read it and we'll talk about it next week. That's right. That's right. That's right. There we go. <laughs> um, well, uh, my my pitch is uh, Nightwing eighty four from Tom Taylor and Robbie Rodriguez. It's a great series, obviously. Yeah, uh, it is a tie into Fear State. I couldn't care less about Fear State. I ain't reading Fear State, but I am reading Nightwing. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, Ninja Turtles: The Last Run Number Four is finally coming out. Oh, that cover, I dig it. I don't know why, but it's taken forever for this friggin' series to come out. Uh, but Tom Waltz, Peter Laird. Ben Bishop, this series has been great. I've really been enjoying it. You should definitely, if you haven't already, uh, you can pick up a copy on your local uh, comic book store stand. Uh, Batman the Detective from Tom Taylor and uh, uh, Adam Kubert. Uh, although it says Sandra Hope is doing the art for this one. I think it's both. Okay. Because I see it's like Taylor, Kubert, Hope. Ah. You never know with this thing. No. Kubert's definitely involved. Right. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, but I'm loving this. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy it. It's just yeah, really yeah. weird. It's the penultimate issue of this book, by the way. So check that out if you haven't already. Uh, I'm also, I just like this idea. And I uh, we're finally catching up with books that I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. So Legends of the Dark Knight number five is coming out from Brandon Thomas and Giannis Milo Giannis. Uh, I know their work from other Bat books mm-hmm. and such. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, I like that cover. It has a real Legends of the Dark Knight feel to it, art style-wise. Yeah. Logo, less so. Right? Um, the uh, the pitch is Calendar Man's New Obsession Lives of the Martian Calendar. <coughs> Bless you. Thanks. There's no mute on this anymore. I couldn't just... <laughs> no, that's true. He's, he's committing <laughs> horrific new crimes to appease the Martian death god and take on his power. <laughs> just like, okay. Sure. Love it. Uh, and of course supergirl woman of tomorrow number four is coming out halfway done with the series from tom king and bilkis evely uh definitely if you haven't already started reading this book it is worth it uh the arts you know beautiful and uh story is great if you like a lot of words um and i and i do i like reading the words you do the words are great and you like to read them in this series yeah i don't blame you um so yeah 
that's it. We want to remind you, of course, that uh, New York Comic Con is happening in a few weeks. Uh, there will be an Absolute Comics panel. That's a podcast that Benny and I do. Uh, and we, that is to say, Benny, the comic story, and I will be there Friday at 5.15 p.m. Location is 406.1. Who knows what that means, but I'm sure it'll be in your programs if you happen to go. Uh, we'll also be doing a meet and greet at some point, uh, which will be covid compliant so mm -hmm. uh, we'll figure that out and work that out for you and let you know in the community tab on this and, and the main youtube channel uh, also this saturday uh, joel and i are going to be going live on elseworld exchange to be talking about some of the best superman or some i don't know superman costumes We're talking about superman costumes the best superman costumes i don't know something about superman so costumes. i'm not on the show i don't do you want to do you want to do it no I was just then no it's just me and joel talking about that i was just asking that's happening saturday at five okay. uh, no one one o'clock one o'clock uh so we'll hopefully see you there um but uh yeah so that's what's happening i think oh and uh if you if any of you are going to baltimore comic-con we'll be at baltimore comic-con in theory in theory as long as everything works out and we'll be going but uh but if you are going we will uh we'll hopefully see you there that's right um so yeah that's it we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and we'll see you guys next time with another episode if you want to help us out don't forget to of course subscribe and like the video and we want to give a special shout and thank you to our super chatters who sponsored today's episode thank you so much mm -hmm. and uh, if you're looking to help us out and the show's over go to patreon.com slash and join us there uh that's it thanks a lot for watching so long everybody see you on twitch tomorrow yes uh, go to twitch.tv slash compop watch Tiffany play twitch video games tuesdays and wednesdays Bye. what are you playing uh we're playing avengers but i might play terminator oh did you buy it no but i'll probably play avengers avengers yay i'm playing the wakanda story yeah i know yeah we dealt with cloud oh good is he pink no what the hell they gotta make claw pink Claws pink with no with no nose and a satellite dish on his hand. Hang on, I'll pull him up really quick. Don't do that. What? That's not how they're spelling it either. No? No. It's like K-L-A-U. There's a lot of vowels. What? Yeah, that's Claw. No! That's the Claw I wanted to see in the Black Panther movie. Why? <laughs> Why would anyone want to see that anywhere? He looks great. No, he doesn't. I love Claw. Oh, my God. All right. So long, everybody. Bye.